to the IO panel, episode 178. It is me, James, your host of the week. Uh, your best choice of host with the most. Mm. Uh, the host with the most toast in Yoast. Um, Michael then, Yoast. Uh, <laughs> and then that's uh that's Michael Yost uh and Evan Yost his, his twin brother <laughs> Detective Scrotes Detective Scrotes What's up boys how you doing Hey Yo yo How was your uh how how are your collective weeks uh Michael we'll start with you Tell me about yourself Pretty good pretty good Started at a new job well you know this was my second week now so still getting the lay of the land, you know, and everything, but uh, we're getting there. We're so getting going there. around peeing on chairs, marking your territory. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. It's like, yeah. hey, that's the coffee pot. Like Drink that anymore? Karen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no, it's been fine. You know. Uh, imagine if you were really doing that, but they had a Keurig. So you bought a catheter to attach to the Keurig oh, water line. Jesus. And you just like stood casually next to the countertop with your fly just unzipped just a little bit, just chugging water. And everyone's like, Mike, what are you doing? You're like, just hanging out with my new buds. That's that'd be and pretty you wild. Win, you wince a little bit as it sucks the urine out of your foot. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyways, I'm glad you're uh, you're settling like, into the new job. <gasps> <laughs> so good. Like your your knees buckle slightly. Yeah. Your one eye closes. Who here has been catheterized before? And connected to a thirsty Keurig. Yeah, exactly. Well, well no, not that, not that part. <laughs> uh, not not to my knowledge. No. No. I think they tried to when I was in the hospital once, but I said no. I will piss myself first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and, and then you're like, ah, yeah. nurse, yeah, clean me, bring the sponges. Ah. <laughs> uh. Terrible. Yeah. What about you, Evan? How was your week? Well, I have a question for Mike. Oh, that's good. How how's the workload? Well, pretty light so far because I'm mm-hmm. still. Now, is this like new division? Or are you taking over for someone, or do um, they create this position for you, which would <clears> be nice? Two people left, and I'm kind of doing half one job, half another job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so their Mac guy left. Um and basically he's the one who patched the Macs. And is there a way to automate that? Or you just have to go around and like click update to each one? Oh no no no. It's all from a management console. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know how those work, so thought I'd ask. Yeah, I'm uh Doing that, so I'm learning that right now, and then also their Linux guy left, so I'm the Linux guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have some experience with that. A little bit. A little so bit. So no more. Is it? Are they? What's What's that server infrastructure look like? If you're allowed to share. 
VMware, you got some you got some SANS, is it all self-contained physical servers, you know? I'm not sure to be honest. Do I some think in, you got to do some inventory. If if there's any VMware they're they're moving off of it to James's favorite. Oh yeah. What? Nutanix. Are they using Nutanix or they're using something else there? Nutanix and Cohesity. Yikes. Dude, I remember making fun of that word. <laughs> what the hell is cohesity anyway? It sounds like sounds like some kind of a glue made to put put your butt cheeks together. That's what everyone says when I say Nutanix. They're like, "What the hell is that?" Huh? I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. No one's heard of that either. So I, don't I mean, know. that at least sounds like a a product name. Cohesity sounds like someone got paid way too much to push two buzzwords together. Mm, true. Hmm. Well, it's a it's a storage thing, you know. Well, like, Nutanix isn't. I you know here's here's let me disabuse you of this myth, Michael. Michael Yost. Mm-hmm. Um. Now this is something that I keep hearing. The VMware. We have a lady in my office. Is a VMware lady, and she's great. Honestly, she's her presence has made my life. 20 times better at my job. But she says, she's like, you know, we can be a powerful combination with you working storage and me working on VMware. And I'm like, Nutanix isn't storage. You know? Nutanix isn't storage. It's not 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 a fucking storage solution. It is the everything solution with a smear of VMware sitting on top, utilizing the hyper the hyper convergence. That's what it is. It's not fucking storage. Nutanix has so much shit on the bottom that VMware lackeys are so can't, oh no, I don't know what it does. Uh it's not storage. Whores. Piss me off. This is one of the things that's that's all they they see because they're just like, oh yeah, it's just a storage solution, but it's not a storage solution. It's just everything. It is everything. Is he and I am him. <laughs> I feel your enthusiasm and hatred, James. I yeah. know where you're coming from. Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is. But not going to change good. people's minds. Yep. Um, anything else, Mike? No. Okay. My week was pretty chill. I didn't feel like going to the office on Monday, so guess what? I rebelled and I didn't go in, but I went in on Friday, which happens to be the day that uh, something really important went down, and I was like on site to help save the day. A little only gun to play? have a uh, little gun, little gun kata. I uh, got <laughs> under the floors, traced some cables, checked some stuff out, only to have the project realize that they moved off that server a couple weeks ago and no one was using it. Oh, so boy. I was like, word. I'm glad, you know, 13 managers and a bunch of staff members scrambled to try to get this thing back up. Anyways. So, so they're like, <clears throat> it's down, but it wasn't really down. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, oh, it's over here now. Mm-hmm. Well, it was down, but nobody knew. Nobody, the, the, no users cared, it looks like. Yeah, because, I mean, it was an old, older uh, Solaris server with some databases on it, but they had moved to Linux already yeah so it just hadn't been you know removed yet 
Hmm. That's when you realize, oh yeah, I work for the government. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is commonplace. <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> Accurate shots fired. Yep. Yep. Don't worry. Hey, it happens to me too. All the time, dude. All the time. <laughs> Other than that, I ordered I've been bugging Mike about this almost nonstop. I've been doing some more uh video watching and reading about visible wireless since I'm gonna be getting off of my dad's business plan after twenty years or so. Mm-hmm. So I ordered their twenty dollar phone with a uh, a twenty dollar coupon code, so that was free. It's a big yikes. <laughs> and no, it, I mean, so it's a hundred dollar phone, still kind of big, medium yikes, medium oof. Um, <laughs> James, have you quick sidebar? Have you seen the the oof meme where it shows like the guy with with his lips extended? He's like oof. And a dial, it's like high. No, it's like low, medium, that. and high level of oof. You'll have to. It's pretty to, good. Yeah, you'll have to send that. Put it in here. So, hundred dollar phone, sold for twenty dollars. They use twenty dollar coupon code to get it for free, and they have uh, for new signups. The first month is twenty five dollars. So I'm paying like twenty five dollars to try this out. Use the Verizon's network. Um, it visible wireless is owned by Verizon. Unlimited. Talk minutes, unlimited text, unlimited mobile data, unlimited hotspot data. What? Maximum price forty dollars a month, and they have like a. It's called like Party Pay, not really a family plan. So if I actually if I go with this, and then I convince you to sign up for this, James, then we each get five dollars off of our bill per month. And if Mike signs up, then we each get another five dollars off. Up to four people. So if you get four people in a party, you each pay $25 a month for unlimited everything. The caveat being your data is deprioritized, which means, like, you know, if if their network is slammed, it's not going to be awesome. You'll still be connected. Um, but I don't think that matters in this day and age, though. Probably Wi-Fi not as everywhere. much. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to check it out. Um, worst case scenario, I have a, a new $20 phone to play with. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'll let you know how it is. I know yeah. you, you're you happy enough with Google Fi. I mean, Google Fi is basically the same, except it's the max price is $60 a month. That's it. It's but basically who's, But whose network is it on? It uses, I think, <clears throat> a bunch of different networks. Yeah. Pretty Magic. sure Sprint is the answer on that one. I don't think so. Well, he uses Sprint and T-Mobile, and may- maybe Verizon roaming or something like that. But he uses more than one carrier, or he yeah, can he uses, use more than one he uses carrier. Several carriers, as far as I know. It says Sprint, T-Mobile, and U.S. Cellular. There yeah. you go. Who's okay. U.S. Cellular? <laughs> exactly. Are they? Is that like another subsidiary of Sprint or T-Mobile? No, it's its own company. Oh, what so I'll I'll say this. I've never had a problem with this phone. The only time I have problems with this phone is one part of the road home. There's like a little black, like a little like bad spot where it's mm-hmm. like staticky. And then on the military base data is basically impossible, but that's because we're getting their networks getting like man in the middle by the NSA, which <laughs> is right by my office. Mm-hmm. So I try to download an audiobook, and audible refuses to download an audiobook until I cross the threshold of the base. I get on to one seventy five. 
then all of a sudden everything works. Hmm. So, but that's, like I said, that's the base. You know what I mean? Right. Like asserting its dominance over my, over my, <laughs> yeah, exactly. over my, ne- my phone. Um, but I have never had a problem. I don't like Sprint and I definitely don't like T-Mobile. I had T-Mobile. It was terrible, terrible. But, um, I, I haven't had any problems with this phone at all. None. And this is not even a Google phone. This is like, <clears throat> uh, when you messaged me yesterday, I was here like about the phone. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, my phone's a Magnavox T20, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, it's obviously not, but it might as well be. I don't even know the brand name, but it might as well be a fucking Magnavox. It's a Motorola. Yeah, there you go. Motorola. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> Magnavox. Magnavox, exactly. With wow. Motorola, Michael, who's now owned by Lenovo, by the way. I can see Michael owning a Magnavox phone just for the giggles. He I'm was, pretty sure I own above his bed. I may have owned. <laughs> no, it wasn't Magnavox. It was Pantech. There you go. Yeah. Which might as well be fucking. Mike's like it was seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Evan just ordered. So there you go. Yeah, yeah dude, they're sold out. I, was, I thought to myself, I was like, what if I just order four of these? What's up? I mean, yeah. It's like if you need a burner phone, I got you. It's unlimited. Um, I don't know how. Uh, going back to the the service and everything, you're happy with Google Fi. I don't know how attached. To what you are, but if you're at all curious, uh, I will give you my review. Yeah, you have to uh, let me know how it is. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very interested, and this is just so everyone knows. It's like, what is this? So this is an MVNO, right? So for those who are not in the know, um, an MVNO is a mobile virtual network operator. So it's a company that doesn't actually have any of their own towers or anything. <clears throat> they just go to Verizon or Sprint or whoever and say, "Hey, let us let us operate off your shit. We'll throw you some bucks." Mm-hmm. It's win-win. Yeah. My and question is, how do they make money? That's a good, good question. question. Like, uh, is Verizon just overcharging all of its customers and and giving the MVNOs a great deal? Well, the, the short answer <clears throat> to that is yes. Okay. All right. I believe that they're at least yes to the first part. Now Verizon literally owns Visible Wireless, so it's probably like nothing to them to just build up more of their customer base. I guess for, for the prepaid. Now get this. Yeah, I'm we're just reading a little bit more about Visible here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they use Verizon's network, and you know, just like what you told us, mm-hmm. um, everything's good. But get this. It says it's owned by Verizon. Mm-hmm. Huh. There's He's... no toll-free customer service number. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Service provided via in-app chat, mm-hmm. text, Facebook, or Twitter. Yep. Callbacks by request. Yep. Some report volatile speeds due to common carrier practice of priori- prioritizing MVNO customer traffic below direct customer traffic. Mm-hmm. And very congested areas such as Washington, D.C., some have seen average speeds below 0.2 megabits per second. That's, that's James, that's what you call a, a big oof, right? Su- suggesting yeah. prioritization below, even below other Verizon MVNOs. <laughs> okay. So that's why it's, you know, it's $5 a month or whatever you're going to yeah. be paying. You know, I don't think I'll have that problem here. 
And unfortunately, that super cheap phone well, yeah, is out of probably. stock, or I would tell Mike to get one and try it where he is. Yeah. I, I mean, was like, I was thinking about 20... all this. I mean, I could bring my phone if I really wanted to, but it's yeah. like, eh, you know. For $25 a month, and then you think about, like, I mean, I don't know about you, Evan, but for me, when I'm at work, I don't have my phone. Mm-hmm. When I'm at home, I'm on Wi-Fi. Everywhere else I go, if I the only other places I go is at a bar, Sapphires, where my phone's on Wi-Fi. A couple friends' house, where my phone is probably on or can be on Wi-Fi. And in the car. And I talk to people on the phone make maybe three times a day at that. If even that, some days I go days without talking to people on the phone. So it's not that big a deal for me. I'm sure there's people out there who'd be heavily impacted by that. You know what I mean? But it wouldn't bother me at all. Like, I could live with that. It wouldn't be annoying as fuck. Like, I'm trying to download a book or trying to, to watch a YouTube video. Because I do, like, play a YouTube video in the car while I'm... And I just put the phone down and listen to it. I do do that every now and again, driving, commuting home. But my commute's a five or ten minute commute. So it doesn't kill my budget. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't... I don't foresee that as actually a big problem. You know? Yeah. At least not for me. The selling point for me is the unlimited hotspot because I use a hotspot and take my personal laptop uh, into work with me whenever I go in. So I can definitely use up quite a bit of data, you know, over a month period. I mean, that's obviously going to be horrible, though. You're right. You, you, re- you recognize that you're going to have a horrible connection. Why? It says five megabits per second. If you get that. If the He's de- in Tennessee. If no one lives there. If they're deprioritizing data in Washington, D.C., and they said they're going to do it, they, they say the data will be deprioritized. If they say, we might deprioritize your data, that means they're guaranteed going to do it. Okay, they're living in a deprioritized seat. So just um, so just imagine what your data, like you, if you get, I bet you that 0.2 is pretty common. I'm pretty confident that is a very rare case. And I'll, I'll I'll compare some videos I mean, that just, I've watched. You can test; it's cheap. Yeah, I'll see. test. I, I look forward to it. But there's people who are in uh, like Phoenix, Arizona, not a gigantic city compared to D- not like the population of DC or anything, and Chicago, and they'll do speed tests and get like 25 down, 20 up. Right, right. It's not bad. No, I mean that's probably what I get with an actual Verizon hotspot right now. I mean, I wouldn't notice it if it were, as long as it's more than 10, like, I won't notice it. I mean, I feel like I probably get deprioritized. <laughs> so I'm watching, I watch, like, I'll, like, be on my way to, like, let's say from here to, like, Michael's house or somewhere like that. It's about a 40-minute, 30-minute drive. Then I'll watch, like, three YouTube videos or I'll play three YouTube videos mm-hmm. in the time that I'm driving. And, uh, you know, I can, you know, by the third video, it's like dragging ass, can barely play. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's pretty common across the board, but it's not a big deal. I I barely notice it. I do most of my shit at home on the computer anyway. I wonder how much your your movement plays into that, like switching between cell towers. True. Yeah, very true. Well, don't worry about it. We'll have a Democrat president at some point in the future. And, and we'll get net neutrality back. Well, we'll get True. neutrality back. 
And also, Elon Musk has this crazy weird Skylink thing he built. Mm-hmm. He, they just launched another flock of satellites. So I, it, whatever that cost is for that, I'm going to pay it. You know what <clears> I mean? <throat> 100% coverage globally. James. You know, it'd be totally uh, worth it. Just so you're aware, what? even when we had net neutrality and everything was great, it didn't apply to wireless. Maybe uh, now it will. Really? Bernie's going to fix it. Well, they're like, they're like the network. Those people have to be able to manage their networks and blah, blah, blah. You know? So. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, one, one thing that's concerning to me, it's not very concerning because, you know, I'm not exactly a globetrotting jet setter, but they have here for international calling. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, whatever. You just, I mean, if you're going to go, if you're really seriously going international, you'd buy like a shitty phone over there and get card a card anyway. Or and if you're just driving like for the weekend, I mean, like a long weekend somewhere or a week somewhere, you do the same thing or just don't f- say fuck it. Or you can use, get a Google voice number or call yeah. through WhatsApp, which is like super popular everywhere outside of the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I uh, also hear it doesn't say that's not clear on if it's calls to international numbers or calls while traveling internationally. Mm-hmm. Probably both. So, yeah. I mean, it's whatever. I think it's fine. Yeah. I, th- I think for what, for, for, for us, I mean, we barely I mean, travel. For most people, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. If you live in a fucking, you know, the middle of nowhere, USA, and you just go to work and come home, you know. Hang out in your bit area, you're gonna be fine. That is one nice thing about Google Fi, though. Like everything is yes. Yeah, Google Fi is great. Google Fi is really nice. Um, probably the one thing about Google Fi that uh, is gonna keep me here, and it's probably like a trap, is the fact that I had to like give up my Google Voice number because it was my Google Voice number. So. That's annoying. You know what I mean? I had Google Voice for a long time. It's what I use overseas. And uh, it's annoying. I had to convert it into... I had two voice numbers, I think. Like a five number and a, the number I'm using right now is my cell phone. And I had to dump one and turn the other one into my Google Voice, into my regular Google number. So that's a little annoying. Could um, you sign up for a new Gmail account and get a new Google Voice number? It's a huge amount of hassle for a platform that is so totally integrated into itself. True. I could do that, yes. Okay. I absolutely could do that. I probably won't, but I could. I don't know if there's some stipulation in the Google Fi contract. Like, you can only have one uh, Google Voice number. If you have more, we're, we're going to cancel you kind of thing. It's nothing like that. It's just they, <clears throat> the phone needs to use your Google Voice number, and I guess some technical stipulation they can't have. You can't have two. Mm-hmm. You know? So, okay. yeah, it is what it is. Um. How was your week, James? Uh, uneventful, honestly. I mean, I have a new coworker, like I was mentioned earlier. She's great. She's very uh, helpful, and she's. It's funny. All a lot of problems that I've had in the past, I haven't had a way to explain them, and she just went into VR ops, and she's like, "Oh yeah, see, so and so moved this thing. That's why it's broken." 
You know, and I was like, you know how to use VR ops? She's like, yes. And I was like, oh, my God, I bungled around with that thing for days. And I just <laughs> gave up in a rage, you know. Um, like, but what I was kind just, of idiot would move that feature? You're like, I totally did that. Fuck. Well, no, there, we have a we have a tamperer in our in our office, you know, an who, insider threat. Yeah, no, I'll say I'll say this. He's a govy who knows more. He he's very intelligent and knows a lot about the platforms, but he just changes things without saying anything. So there's no process or procedure followed. So let's say I'm updating a bunch of Nutanix clusters or updating CVMs or or AOS or something. Well, I'm doing my updates. Things have to reboot and shut down, and they they might, you know, Nutanix will put things. It can't put VMware stuff in the maintenance mode, but it doesn't need to. It just moves shit, and Nutan VMware never knows the difference. But if it's doing that, and then he says, "Oh, I'm going to put this in a maintenance mode and do something random without saying anything," then I don't. Then it might fuck it up. You know what I mean? So he does stuff like that, and then he won't say, and he won't say. He'll just say, "Oh, there's something wrong with like uh, the fucking vCenter servers down." You know, I don't know what happened. And he said, I'm going home. <laughs> he just goes like, home. Did you take it down, Jerry? Did I mean, you do it. Well, he's a government employee, man. You know, you got to keep treat these guys with a certain amount of kit gloves. You can only say so much shit to them. So I was just like, okay, cool. And luckily, Agnes, the wonderful lady, she's just like, she looks at VR up. She's like, oh, yeah, he moved it remotely from home at like five 5 p.m. or something. <laughs> We're like, okay. So then she goes, fixes it, and then I can finish my work. So it's good to have her there. I mean, and I, with her there, I'm able to like actually come up with plans, stuff I couldn't talk to the other guy about at all. Mm-hmm. You know, the other guy just wouldn't talk to me. You know what I mean? Or he would just say, do whatever you want, man. It's cool. Do whatever you want. It's like, okay, that's really how this works. Great. Fucking kill me now. So, yeah, um, it's been good. I had a couple job interviews as well. Um, one for Fort Belvoir is an insane amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, the contract ends in September, though, of course. So, of course, it's a crazy amount of money because the contract's about to end. And the other job is with Nutanix itself. It's a junior consultant. Do so, that. what's that? Do that one. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that one. So that one is a uh, basically you just like go and install Nutanix clusters. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, but the money seems—they seem to be—they seem. They asked me. <laughs> I made a mistake when I when they they said, "What are you getting in at now?" And I was like, "This is a trap, right? It's a fucking trap." And I just didn't wasn't thinking because I was at work. You know, I answered the phone at work and I was like, kind of taken aback by the call. He's like, "What are you getting now?" And I was just like, "Uh," and I told him what I was getting now, like in honest mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of lying and inflating the number tenfold, you know. And he was like, "Okay, cool, we can work with that." I was like, "Wait," <laughs> I was like, "No." So if they give me an offer letter, I will fucking just be like, "Here's what I want," because mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting into six figures this go around. I'm just done with this like five figure shit. I'm a six figure boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. The other and job, negotiate up. yeah. The other job was uh, 155k a year, but the contract ended in September. Right. So 
I have an interview with them on Monday, another interview with them on Monday. I'm not going to take that job, but I'm going to Would you have to get any higher clearance? No. Okay. No. I was like, because that could be a sneaky way to... It would be great. You like it'd be great if they if they put you in for the next hire one. It'd be great to get it, but also, it's like you show up and you can't work for four months and you still get paid for it. Well, the next hire clearance would be TS, mm-hmm. SCI, or TS or something like that, and that would take a year at least to get the contract be over by then. Free so, money. Yeah, it'd be great, but I don't see them doing that. But um, this was at Fort Belvoir. So that's another problem. It's a hell of a commute for like six months of work, and then a possible the the job may not be there when I when I'm when everything is done. And she said, "Well, would you move?" And I said before she told me when the job this is the contract was over. I said, "Yeah, I move. I move for work, so I'd move to somewhere around there to be closer to work." But if 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 the contract is kaput, I don't want to move to Virginia. Like I hate Virginia with all my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to move to Virginia for any reason whatsoever. You know, it's just traffic too far away from everything I know and love. It's just forget about it. This is fuck that. So yeah, I don't, I don't see myself doing that just for. It's more money. It's great. 155k. You know, she said, well, well you might not get 150, but we can get you 130 for sure. Even that's got me creaming my pants. Mm-hmm. But dude, contract over and says September. Forget about it. It's not enough. Not, I now, mean, is not that like a sure thing, or it's up for? rebid or, or renegotiation. It's up for rebid, okay. but I don't know if I'm willing to... I mean, you know, it's a lot of displacement to take a risk, you know what I mean? Right. That's the problem, you know. We were talking an hour and a half commute every day, probably. Got to get up at like 4 a.m. to get to work at, at a reasonable time. That's rough. It's a lot of hassle. Yeah, but if you have the an opportunity to work directly for Nutanix as like, you know, vendor consultants or, or whatever the job would be, that's fantastic. Yeah, and it's 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 eighty percent travel, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. The guys like some flying, a lot of local stuff, but some some going here and there. I wonder so, if you get per diem. I'm sure I would. That'd be a little bit of a bonus. Yeah, it would. So we'll see what happens. What does James do with his per diem though? That's right. Squander it <laughs> <clears throat> on hookers. I mean. Entertainers, strippers, ladies, young ladies of the evening, evening women, (laughs) as they say. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're wild, dude, James. Yeah, man, dude, don't, don't, don't find 2010 James in England, man. Don't ever travel back and see him. Uh, (laughs) It's gonna be a wild time in England, there, buddy. Burning through per diem, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a wildfire, boy. Oh, boy. I came out of Owen on that one. <laughs> but you had fun. I had a ball. I had a ball. I puked <laughs> and shit at the same time. Oh, yeah. You know you had fun if you did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's All no right. great feat. No. <laughs> uh, it's not a great feat, Evan, Michael, but it's an honest feat. There it's we an go. Honest, I put an honest effort into that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, basically, it's pretty horrible. I call that a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got any more bits and bobs before we jump into the show here? Uh, no, I don't think so. Michael? Mikhail? No, sir. All right. Excellent. Excellent. All right, let's jump in here. So I got the first article. I put this in early, early this week. Um, <laughs> this, uh, 
you know, I don't know how I felt about this when I read it. <laughs> Basically, uh, Space Force, I'm going to read the title here. Space Force Bible Blessing at National Cathedral Sparks Outrage. Okay, so the newly appointed head of Space Force went to the to the National Cathedral at and they basically bless a Bible, the National Cathedral, the National Cathedral did, and gave it to them, presented it to them, and said, "We've blessed this Bible. Use this when you swear in people, you swear in officers to go to space to become members of Space Force." And the the military branch accepted the Bible. Okay, cool. So there's a lot of problems with this. One, separation of church and state. That is a thing. I know we live in a pers- a post-constitution America where the laws and put bill of rights and shit don't really matter, but there is a, actually a thing called separation of church and state. So even though Republicans are trying to turn us into a uh, ca- uh, Christian caliphate, uh, and we're allowing it, but yeah, there is a thing. So that's the first thing. The second thing is um, when you are sworn in as a mi- in the military, and I think this happens even when you're a, when you're, you know, when you're Evan and you're a government employee, you have to be sworn in, right, Evan? Uh, I did recite an oath. Yeah. So you have to be, yeah, yeah. And was it uh, with a Bible? My hand no. was not on a Bible, but the no. word God was in it. Yeah. But your hand's not on a Bible. There's no Bible swearing in, you know? And I think when they say your word, the word God is in it, it's just a recognition of a, of a higher power that, you know, could be Allah, could be fucking no, the spaghetti no. monster, it could be anything. You know what I mean? Whatever your God is. Mm. You know, it could be, you know, Cthulhu, Rick James is being very generous, I think, here. I am being generous, but I'm I'm that's because I hope in my heart of hearts that that's what they mean when they say God. Because we are a country that is in should be pursuing religious freedom and not a uh a white Jesus Christ? Well, no, I mean, just, you know, Jesus. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be pursuing Jesus. We should be pursuing religious freedom. So whoever your God is should be good enough for us. John Smith. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yikes. So anyway. <laughs> Elron. <so>, whoever you worship should be good enough. But there's no Bible. You don't swear on a Bible. Like, soldiers don't swear on a Bible. You don't put your hand on a Bible. Nothing like that. So them accepting this is very, like, upsetting. I find it... I don't want to say outrage. I just find it upsetting. I can imagine in a Trump era them saying they someone someone arranged this for the military and the you know someone in the Trump administration arranged this for them, and the military was like, okay, yes, sir, and they went. Like I, I don't see the military anyone in the military arranging this because that's not how that's not what happens. And if the military is anything, it's a place of rules, you know. So and it functions so well, or it functions because people follow those rules to the letter. So I don't see someone in the military hierarchy being like, "Yeah, this is an acceptable and perfectly normal thing." So if you read through this article, there's a uh, a mention here where the people in the military, someone someone from the military is like, "We have no intention of using this. People can swear on a Bible on whatever they want to." Mm-hmm. So they say they're giving people the option to swear on a Bible, but they shouldn't even do that, honestly. Anyway, yeah, so that's a little bit of excitement there. Space Force, oh, we're already starting off wrong. I was, I had such high hopes for it. We'll see. I'm gonna give it another chance. Is Space Force gonna be like, like the Navy, like the Navy, like the 
Marines. No. Or it's going to be like Space Force de- troops. Department of the Air Force. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. It's its own military department, but it's just filled with. Uh, it's run by an airsoft guy. Air, airsoft guy. <laughs> it's run by an Air Force guy, and it's uh, it's run out of Air Force bases. Uh, matter of fact, they're supposed to be changing the name of some bases. The names are really stupid. Like Patterson Air Force Base, it's going to be Patterson Space Base. Get the fuck out of <laughs> Not here! Joking. <laughs> Not joking. Not joking. There, I mean, using Patterson as an example, but they're changing about eleven or twelve bases. They're changing their names from blah 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 to Air Force Base to blah 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 Space Base, which is really bad. It sounds so bad, Space Base. It sounds so bad. Oh, well, boy. I mean, that's yeah. interesting, but like, you know, there's Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's that's down in Florida, right? Basically, where they launch mm-hmm. the shuttle from, which yes. they don't do anymore. But so this is an installation. It says it's part of the Air Force Space Command's forty fifth Space Wing. Which that's one is a, that? that's a thing. Yeah, Cape that's Canaveral the... Air Force Station. Yeah, I mean that's yeah Space Command. Yeah, Space Command, Space Wing. I mean, the Space Wing sounds dumb, too. Well, that's that's already a thing. Like, that's been a thing. Yeah, I know. So, okay. Space Wing sounds cooler than Space Base, though. Space Base. <laughs> yeah, Space Base. <laughs> See, you don't even know. Right then, I just said Space Space. <laughs> you don't even know. You didn't even reckon. You didn't even notice. Because it sounds so stupid. Some citizen you are. Yeah. Citizen astronaut here. <laughs> I'm doing my part. Yeah, I did my part. Um, I want to. I want to be a space marine. Good luck, Michael. Good luck. You can you be a need, space marine. You don't need to use your legs. You'll be all right. Just sit in the corner <laughs> and rock back and forth, and we'll take you to space. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> is the is part of your training watching the 2005 movie Doom? Oh jeez! What yeah. about the new one they put on Netflix? Yeah, I saw that Doom cometh or Doom Doom. I don't know what what's it called. I, I don't know Doom Annihilation. Know. Doom think. Annihilation. Yeah, it looks stupid. They keep on coming out with more Iron Skies too. Oh god! Yeah, I gotta grab those. <laughs> it's a new one, Iron Sky. I forgot what it's called. It's Iron Sky something or other. I mean, it's probably great. Iron Sky, you know, you can't go wrong. It's stupid classic, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I was gonna say, dude, they have all kinds of weird movies now that have been coming out. That you're like, what is this? Like, there have uh, what did I see? Uh, so there was a movie that came out maybe ten years ago, maybe a little more, called Inside Man, with uh, Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah. Well, get ready. They just released Inside Man two here on Netflix. Perfect. Also with Clive Owen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Gerald Owen. <laughs> or just a guy named Owen Gerald's. Oh, my some, God. You just reminded me of something. There's some girl on the cover. So. Oh, geez. Um, so, yeah, no no, Clive Owen. I don't know who it is. Inside, It's called Inside Man Most Wanted. Yikes. There's a movie here called Bulletproof 2. What's Bulletproof 1? I don't know. Um... Yeah, there's. Oh, look, here's another one I saw. Jarhead Law of Return. Uh, is, that, is that Jarhead 3? Because I know yeah. there's a Jarhead 2. 
Yeah, there's already a shitty Jarhead too. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah. dang! Yeah. I missed out on that one. Huh? Yeah, it's bad. Jarhead two. Oh so, yeah, Dude, I would not backdraft two. I would not classify Jarhead, as and it has action. William Baldwin and Donald Sutherland in it. That's good, at least. Wow, they're good actors, sort of. Wait, which Baldwin? William. Who? Is he I'm pretty right sure Baldwin? he. I'm pretty sure which he's in that? the he's in the first one. So. Oh, okay. Is he the correct Baldwin? The correct Baldwin is the one from Biodome. No. No. The Jesus Baldwin. No, 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 no. He's the correct one. No, the main one from from the, the TV Shadow? show with, with Tina Fey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alec? Yes, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Thank you. Couldn't What's his of... brother, the Jesus one, the blonde one? Stephen? Blonde Baldwin. Stephen? Blondie Baldwin. From Steven. Biodome? Stephen? Is that Stephen Baldwin from Biodome? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he loves Jesus now. He's a He's a god freak. Okay. Yeah. He was all. He was probably at this space camp thing. Um, and backdraft too. It says in the sequel to the 1991 film. This came out in 2019, by the way. A determined fire investigator recruits an imprisoned arsonist Stop. to help untangle a web of fire, murder, and corruption. Jesus, <laughs> what a web! Yeah, what a, what a web we fucking shit in. Uh, uh, Michael, are you the one who sent me the 19 year old girl who's going to Mars with NASA's space program? No. Fake news. Okay, so there's this thing. It's on YouTube now with uh, I was on the Michael Jai White, not him, <laughs> definitely not him. Um, it's with uh, Jaleel fuck. White. No, the guy who was in Doctor Doolittle, which is a pr- pr- which Eddie is Mark. which is the pro the new prolapsed prolapsed anus of the movie theaters. Oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Uh, someone needs to put a note. We need to talk about the 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 fucking reviews of that. It's apparently apparently the reviews are like, cats, where are you? We need you back. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of the cats, a bunch of the a bunch of the reviews for Doctor Doolittle are like, man, we gave cats a hard time for nothing. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is doing. He did a special with YouTube called uh, AI's the Future or something like that. And I'll put a link in my show notes. Anyway, so it's part of the premium service they have, but you can watch 70% of the content for free. So they're all like 30-minute episodes, and you can watch seven or eight of them for free, and there's like last 10 cost money, and the last 10 is just like, how much? How does AI help us find aliens, and will robots take your jobs? The last two that you can't watch if you don't have premium. But they're really, really good. Very interesting stuff. If you're into that like kind of like – History channel y science y type shit. It's really good. One of them talks about this program called Space Camp or Space it's not Space Camp, it's Space Space Factory. Um and it's this program that NASA has where they're they're training astronauts to go to Mars for an extent like to land on Mars. So I don't know who know if anyone knows this. If you go to Mars, it's a six month trip, and you have a year and a half wait until the planets realign to leave. So people are going to go there to live. So one of the episodes is about AI um, building 
uh, places for people to live. It's super interesting. I just watched it last night, actually. But anyway, when they're discussing that, they talk about this girl. And I think they must show her Instagram or something. Somewhere I saw her Instagram. And I'll have to find the photo. But she's 19 right now, or 18 or 19. And she's training to go to go to Mars in 2035. Hmm. In 2035 or 2033, when, when NASA's plan on sending a manned mission to Mars. So I found it really interesting. Um, but they're building... So it's... Dude, this... This Mars shit is so interesting because of all the pre-planning and pre-positioning of equipment and stuff they have to do. So they have to basically launch robots there to research the site. Once they research the site, they launch more robots there. Those robots land, and they start building a farm, and the farm is going to grow corn. That corn is going to be used for, obviously, eating, but also, and they're probably going to grow other stuff too, but they got to grow enough corn because the corn, corn husk and basalt, which is found on the planet. So they have another set of drones digging up basalt. That basalt and the corn husk is going to be used to build this quick, fast drying auto sealing substrate that someone at some someone designed to build this fucking crazy tubular home that NASA just approved. It's in the show. They like said, yeah, we're going to, we like your plan. We're going to go with your plan or whatever. So they're going to build this house there. It's fucking nuts, dude. It's crazy. And I'm glad. I hope that I'm alive to see that. You know what I mean? I think it's so dope. I'll put a link in the show notes. If you're interested in that space shit, it's there for you. You can watch it. That would be um, cool. So sorry. NASA's not just going to land at the fully assembled and running SpaceX facility? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think they're just assuming... I think they're operating outside of the fact that SpaceX is going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I know SpaceX, he said by 2050, he wants to have a million people on Mars or something crazy or be launching a million people to Mars by 2050. So, I don't know. I mean, Elon Musk is very, seems to be very serious about Mars. So we're going to have very a- high. Are we going to have a... Well, yes. <laughs> yes to both. Are we going to have a civil war on Mars? Absolutely. Like, between the independent government and the U.S. government, you know, represented by NASA and Space Marines? Well, if I was to predict, here's what I think will happen. You will have Elon Musk land on Mars, and he will be... He will either make it or not. If he makes it, if they survive, okay, then they're going to be a rough scrabble, hardcore people, and he's going to keep dumping people on that planet, mm-hmm. all under this under under new musk new muxtonia, okay, and then somewhere else you'll have the NASA enclave, which will function much like the Solaris server that was decommissioned in your <laughs> office, right? Which one day they will just say, okay, guys, we're done here, and everyone will leave, and that'll be that. And it'll be just be empty, mm-hmm. and that's what'll happen, you know. And 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 like many things the United States does, they will not take Elon Musk as a serious problem until they're really self sufficient. And even then, they won't think, "Oh, it's not a big deal. We don't need to assert our authority here." Until Elon Musk is like, "Okay, we're a free nation, you know. Mars is ours, you know." Which you you think about it. Or maybe he won't say Mars is ours. Maybe he'll say, look, this piece of Mars is mine or whatever. But if you think about it, the Head Start, 
that a place like that would have with earth-based technology and able to bring stuff over there and the great and the minds and great thinkers. And imagine a 60 or 70 year old Elon Musk basically letting people work on science with no fucking no constraints, cloning, fucking genetic engineering, fucking human engineering, all kinds of stuff. I mean, just no no rules, no whatever, you know. We can make them better. Yeah. Dude, I think we could see some amazing <laughs> scientific advancements if you remove ethics from the from the equation. It's like you want to know what happens when you do this? Do it. Evan, haven't you heard of the uh the clone wars? No I'm kidding. No, the uh <laughs> No, what's the thing in Star Trek with Khan? Oh, the eugenics wars. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Dude, I'm 100% pro eugenics. Uh <laughs> People have done it. Of course you are. People have done it on this planet in the past. Cultures <laughs> existing today, and we do it ourselves for naturally. research purposes. Yeah, we do it and naturally. It, it is women do it every day. Natural selection. Women do it every day. Oh, you're too fat. Mm-hmm. Oh, your glasses. You're not cool. Okay, now I'm gonna pick this guy. Um, that's, but that's what, like the whole thing about you know uh, Scandinavian people. Like, oh, they're beautiful. You know, the saying is. Yeah, because they didn't bring back the ugly ones. Yikes. Ooh, Shit, li- you know, like that. That's a form of eugenics. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the thing is... Hitler did problem- a form of eugenics? See, that's a problem, though. I think the problem with Hitler's version of eugenics was like, oh, I don't like the Jews, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, that's the problem. Like, this religious BS again, like, oh, they're Jews. Get them out of here, you know? Or like you know, no fucking mulattoes or Jews or blacks or whatever. Like that. That's like it's a, a word you don't get thing. to use every day. Yeah, mulatto. Yeah, dude. I was talking to somebody in this the other day in Discord, and he said, he said, he said, yeah, I was at this Oriental restaurant. Yes. Where I was like, no, you can't up, say Dad? that anymore. What's up, dude? Dad? I was like, you I can't say my... that anymore. <laughs> I didn't know what that was in your Discord, <laughs> dude. We were having a good time, trying to, and the, like I, it's so so funny, right? Like though that word is it's just people don't know, and then well, also like you also wonder when you like me, I'm like, Ugh, I'm just I'm going along because I'm like people don't like it anymore, so I should stop. But at the same time, like I don't know why it's not a bad why it's a bad word. I got a question for you. Yeah, if we take uh, packaging names and advertising to heart. Would you rather he have said, I went to an Oriental restaurant, or according to the picture I sent you guys a couple weeks ago, when the ramen package changed from Oriental to soy sauce, if he said, I went to one of those soy sauce restaurants, which is better? It sounds way worse. (laughs) Sounds way worse. Yeah, Oriental's not so bad. I'm pretty sure I ordered sushi from My Dragon last night from this place, and I'm putting, you guys in the camera can't see this, Mm -hmm. but I'm putting on the camera. So at the bottom here, it says... Pan Asian, Pan Asian and sushi bar. Mm-hmm. And I'm certain that a year ago this said Oriental restaurant and sushi bar. <laughs> hmm. There's now you're seeing that pressure. like Pan Asian, Pan Asian, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway. All right. So, yeah, I'll post that. I'll post that link. Hopefully I won't forget. Um, so next up, this is also for me. Uh, Palestinian lands thrown into jeopardy. So basically careful. This is a link is going to play right when you turn it on. I'm just going to need that. 
Um, basically, <laughs> on Jeopardy... Wait, what is this? Jeopardy Church of Nativity. Oh, yeah, okay. So they asked... So Jeopardy, they asked... Um, they had a question about where is the Church of Nativity located? And one person said, what is Palestine? And uh, <laughs> the ho- I can't think of the host name, but he was like, uh, no, incorrect. <laughs> Alex Trebek, he's like, incorrect. And this other guy says, what is Israel? And they're like, correct. Okay. So <sighs> we live in America. Okay. We live in a country that, you know, in World War II, we turned away Jews running from uh, from Nazi Germany. We sent them back to be executed. And I guess since then, we've been very sensitive about our relationship with Jews. You know, it's an American guilt thing, I guess. I don't know. So I don't really get it. Okay. I've mentioned this number before. We give Israel like $3.2 billion a year for some reason. Um, because I don't know why, you know. Um, because we love Jews. And there's nothing wrong with Jews. I mean, Michael dated a Jewish girl. She was quite thick. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but he dated several thick Asian Jews, actually. And Jewish women are quite thick. They're very nice, actually. You know, that's like, it's like a Greek woman, but without the, like, you know, possible lip mole, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to hell so fast. (laughs) Without without the uzo breath, how about that? So you, now do you, you got a seat say, reserved. Yeah. When you say when you say Greek, do you mean Greek or do you mean gypsies? The gypsy oh. scum. Oh, Jesus Christ! <clears throat> That's another one Hitler was targeting, Evan. I, I don't have a problem with Romanians. Hey, yeah, I Evan. Well, <laughs> no, you don't have a problem with travelers. I don't have a problem with travelers. Yeah. See, Rome, Romania. Yeah. They have their own Rome language, around. and it's not Romanian. Yeah, no. Um, I forget what it's called, but anyway, so I'm joking, obviously, but yeah, Jewish women are beautiful. They have a Mediterranean like prettiness to them that's quite nice. Anyway, all that said, um, for whatever reason though, we have an obsession with 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 Israel. So Israel right now, and for many years, has been slowly invading Palestine. Okay, and when I say slowly invading, I mean they just go into parts of Palestine and say we're setting up a a uh, what's it called settlement a settlement we're set we're putting a settlement here, and then Jews go and live in these settlements, and so these settlements are like illegal invasions into Palestinian lands, so the Palestinians basically are kind of like hostages in their own territory, you know what I mean, and it's getting smaller and smaller. There's this whole thing about should we recognize Palestine as a country? Yes, we fucking should. Should we recognize Taiwan as a country? Yes, we fucking should. And you're bad for not doing it. Okay? Um, I'm sure there's other places too, but those are the two I can think of right now. But for whatever reason, because of our obsession with Israel's tiny Middle Eastern hog, we will not fucking let this go. We will not let these... Fucking, we, we we just don't care. We're ignoring the Palestinians. And, of course, that's causing all kinds of problems when you're not recognized as a people, you know. So uh, the Church of the Nativity is in Palestine. 
Okay. <laughs> but we don't, for some reason, Jeopardy it doesn't recognize that. And I don't know why. I don't, I, someone's an idiot. It's obviously, in this case, someone's an idiot, but it's a great example of like one of the big problems with how America sees the world. It's really troublesome. It's really, really bad. And I think we've all got to do better. You know what I mean? Like, we've all got to see, like, the Palestinians as people. You know, they are people. They are not a fucking, you know, I don't know whatever the fuck Israel's doing with them. They, they're not that. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know, man. Very troublesome stuff. I mean, it's worth worth reading the article if you want to. It basically says what I said it says. But please go ahead and read the article. It's on Fox, which is, like, a bad thing. But, you know, this this is in this particular case, they're kind of just repeating the news. They're not taking an angle, which is mm-hmm. nice of them for once. Well, as we all know, those uh, Jeopardy prize pools are sponsored by Big War. So, you know, you can't say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Um, I will put this in here because I just saw a link on here. Um, I'll mention this really well I don't know what do you guys have I don't have anything else regarding that yeah okay let's let's go to the next one and I'll, I'll dump something at the bottom here <clears throat> alright so I came across this this thought this was a little, little interesting in Greenbelt Maryland three suspected members of a neo-nazi group appeared in a Maryland court on Thursday to face federal charges after the FBI arrested them for carrying an assault rifle and planning to incite violence at a gun rights rally in Virginia. Yeah, I heard about this. One guy, 33 years old, a former cavalry scout in the U.S. Army. Another guy, 27, a combat engineer in the Canadian Army Reserve, who authorities said illegally entered the U.S., and another guy, a teenager, who prosecutors called a flight risk, saying he expressed a desire to fight with Ukrainian nationalists. <laughs> what the fuck? What were we doing when we were teenagers? Sleeping? <laughs> yeah, we weren't like, we must join them! Like <laughs> That was not a thing. No one ever invited me to join this cool club. I know, right? <clears throat> Um, it says here their appearance at the district court in Greenbelt, Maryland came the day after the Virginia governor declared a state of emergency banning any weapons around the grounds of the state capitol in Richmond. Hmm. How do they enforce that? Anyone who has a rifle out, just go, hey, hey, you. Hey, you. Yeah. There you go. So they're part of a neo-Nazi group called The Base. Jesus Christ. A small militant organization dedicated to committing violence against minorities and obstructing authorities from learning about their activities. Okay. We don't know any of these guys, do we? Huh? We don't know any of these guys, do we? Why would we know them? I don't know. Are they from Greenbelt? Oh, these three guys? No. I've never heard of these names. Brian Lemley, Patrick Matthews, who's in from Canada, and I mean Mike might know that guy. William Bilbro, yeah, Cousin. exactly. 
Dude, look at the picture of Patrick Matthews. He yeah. looks like a fucking homicidal maniac. Like, why do these guys always look like this? An AI? Dude, an AI could probably pick all these guys out. They'd be like, oh, this guy's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, look at his face. <coughs> That'd be He's- great if there was an AI police force and it showed the messages to, like, uh, the beat cops and, like, conviction, crazy face. Yeah. Jesus. It's fucking nuts, dude. My God. Yeah, this whole thing is, like, crazy, dude. Like, what's happening, man? <laughs> we live in, like, fucking... We live in, like, Willy Wonky's basement right now. <sighs> I mean, I hate Joe Biden, but part of me wants Joe Biden just because he would... His presence would make all this shit calm down. Not because he's such a good president, but because he's a throwback to old, the old trashy years when all these people lived in the basement and just didn't say out in public how they felt. You know? Mm-hmm. James, did you ever see that movie, The Klansman? No, I didn't. Oh, this is pretty I good. Have a, I'm sure it was. I have a, so look, I will say this. I have an atavist, atavistic reaction about watching movies that involve black people and and racism. I just mm. don't like watching them. They're very made me very uncomfortable. Okay? And I, let me say this. This is the way I was thinking about this in the shower. This is not relevant. But I was thinking about this in the shower. You know how shower thoughts are. Mhm. I was thinking like, what is it about the N-word, you know? What is it about when a white guy says the N-word? Like what is that? And I can say what it is for me. When I hear a white guy say the N-word, it reminds me of every like slave movie I ever saw as a kid, you know, where they use the N word. And that's all I ever think about when I hear a white guy say the N word, you know, it's like, that's all I think about. I don't think it's funny. It is a oh, great timing. Like, no, it just, that's all I think about is slavery. You know, it's like, if you, it's like, if you killed a dog when you were drunk, like you beat a dog to death with a baseball bat, and now, whenever you pick up a baseball bat, you think about a dead dog, mm-hmm. you know, or you saw someone do it. And so now, whenever you go to a baseball game, all you see is a de- all you think about. You always think about a dead dog, no matter how much you love baseball. No, at some time during that game, you're going to think about that dead dog or dead dogs in general. That's what it's like, you know. And I never experienced like direct hardcore. I'm going to beat your ass inward racism. I never experienced that, you know. I just saw it on. I saw these movies depicting it, you know, and it just like stained my whole like fucking shit. You know, I was trying to think of that this week, not because I had never thought about it before, but I never understood. never, I never said that and rationalized why I don't like watching the black Kansman or get out or any of that stuff. And I don't want to see that stuff. I probably will watch it at some point because people say, Oh, it's so good. You should watch it. But I just hate seeing movies that depict racism. It makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. deeply inside and it it almost makes me feel like a fucking visitor i'm walking around here and there's all these white people everywhere and i'm like oh god are they thinking it you know i don't know stupid but they are james they are no. yeah <laughs> yeah it's irrational speaking as a white person they are <laughs> <laughs> all right um, he's like thanks I'm like yep <laughs> no you're fine what else what do we got next so I never heard of this, and I'm I'm surprised I never have. There's a website called Arms List, the Craigslist of guns. Perfect. Go on. 
So this article, which is in The Verge, is actually about this whole thing where some people have been getting arrested by the ATF because they've been selling guns through armslist.com. Um, there's the thing. There's, there's a fine line between like, you know, they say, Oh, you need a federal firearms license in order to sell guns. Right. But if you're just selling your own private collection, then you don't need a federal firearms license. So how, where do you draw the line? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But in this article, they describe they describe how there's several people who have been um, arrested and charged with selling without a license, and mainly it's because so many of the guns that they've sold have been uh, found at crime scenes, are found to be involved in crimes, hmm. and so they get okay. traced back to these sellers and it turns out they're selling like many guns and a lot of them um like here there's one a guy bought 95 handguns and 11 rifles from 57 different sellers and then he turned around and was posting them on arms list trying to resell them mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a federal firearms license I mean that's the the gray area, and if he's if it's if he's selling him as himself versus as a business, then I would say that's more towards the personal sale. I mean, obviously, it's a business, but uh, you know, gray area on paper seems okay. Mhm. And then, you know, there's a, a whole a whole debate about whether the website should be blamed. No. Cuz they're facilitating this. <clears throat> but, Video games do not cause violence. Well. <clears throat> Mike does not believe that. <laughs> um they I forget what the law is exactly. They cite it somewhere in this article, but it's like Section 230 of the blah, blah, blah. And that's the same law that, like, shields Facebook from, you know, what their users post and that kind of thing. Right. We're not responsible. We, You know, we have this platform. We're not responsible if people use it irresponsibly. Right. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where they have almost like too much protection, though. You could argue. I mean, of course, this is different, but sh- should you shut down eBay if? a group of people buy up all of the knives and machetes and then go on a killing spree. Yeah.
Same, same, different. Same, right. same, different. Right, uh, right. But, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's just it's a tough thing to. It's a good thing we're not lawyers, and this is not up to us. Yeah. Well, anyway, if anyone's interested about this kind of debate, check out this article. It's kind of long, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a good read. James, what is what's a royal rumpus? Okay, so um, I'm gonna put a link here, but basically, basically, okay. So I'm, I don't know if you've all heard that uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Henry, Harry, are, Harry are leaving. They're they're they've had a royal. <laughs> they're leaving the royal family. They're stepping back from the royal family. Mm-hmm. Um. So I heard about this and, you know, it's kind of funny, right? Because she's an American, I really hadn't, you know, I don't know. I didn't invest a lot of time thinking about this. I mean, I like I think most Americans, I have like a quiet underlying interest in the British royal family just because they're like a notable royal family. Like they hearken back to... uh. Every great, young boy's the great obs- Germans in history. Well, no, but every young every young boy's obsession with knights and shit and sir and mm. kings and you know pulling swords from stones and stuff like that. So I think every 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 young man finds this interesting, you know. So that's my interest in it. But it's a, kind of like yeah, whatever. So long story short, um, the the British press are notoriously bad. You know, they're like notoriously horrible. And, you know, they're, they've been slightly accused for what happened to Princess Diana, you know, like chasing her off the road and everything. Tabloids are very, the paparazzi and all that stuff. So anyway, long story short, Meghan Markle and Prince Henry, Harry, Harry Prince Henry, Harry, Prince Harry, <laughs> Prince Harry are stepping back. They're dropping their royal highness titles. Um, for some reason, I didn't realize that was highness. I thought mm. it was like Heine, like Royal Highness. I don't know. Hi- Heinz. Yeah. So they're dropping the Royal Highness title. Um, and I do have links to put in here, but I just haven't put them in yet. And they're going to be going to the, uh, they're going to be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. They're moving to Canada uh, just to have what? family time no. and get away. The fuck? Yeah. You didn't know that? Uh, no. Yeah. It's a, they're making taking an aggressive step back. So this is what I heard on the radio, and I thought to put it in the show, and I forgot about it. So I went and found an article to back me up. But basically, the British. So she's half black, half white. Mm-hmm. Okay, which I think is a huge win for black people everywhere. You know, we'll take it. You know, so she's uh prince Prince Harry is is enjoying the swirl. You know, he's joy- he's enjoying a mulatto female. And I think that's a good thing. Although I think mulatto's half black and half Puerto Rican, isn't it? Something I believe like it that. Is. Yeah. I thought it was just half black and half white. But... No, I think it's I think it's a one of the the uh southern races, I'm not sure. Anyway, Michael Michael will get the details on that. He's a, he's on the case. Yeah, he will figure out how to spell mulatto and search that out. <laughs> a person of, of mixed white and black ancestry, especially a person with one white and one black parent. 
Okay, okay. there you go. So she's a mulatto. Okay, which is a very racist term, by the way. So don't say it to anyone. It is. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a bad one. You can't oh, say that. I didn't know that. It it died with the seventies. Um, <laughs> Good but, to uh, know. She's anyway. I I think black people consider this a win, right? We got one in the royal family. So the the British press and I honestly I went to England. I never had any problems with racism. British people seem very off the cuff about racism. They will just say wild shit to you, but they say it so plainly that you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, like you don't even realize it's a slant. And they're not even saying it's a slant because they're just so open about racism, you know? And I think that was always my takeaway from England when I was there is that they say racist stuff, but they're very open about it, which makes it feel less bad, I guess. I don't know. So. They said her. They called. They called her son. Um, they said her son will be a chimpanzee. Um, they said she's straight out of Compton. Uh, they said, "Hold on, I got another thing here." Let's see. <laughs> Someone said she's just black. <laughs> um, they, there's a a bunch of things here. Uh, let's see. She, Kate Middleton, held her baby one kind of way, and she did it. Kate Middleton is the other husband's wife, and uh, uh, Meghan Markle did the same thing, and they made fun. They said some something to her about that. They said she has exotic DNA. I mean, they kind of go on and on. British people seem to hate this. Like, like they don't have a problem with you as long as you're not part of the royal family. The royal family has to be all white and creamy, even though they're a big incestuous pile of shit. So, um, and it, just so you know, all royal blood is an incestuous mess. Like, they've been trading people back and forth between, like, the Dutch and Danish and the, and the Spanish kings and, and French kings or the that lineages for, like, the last, like, thousand years, and it's just a big mess. You know, it's a boiled pot of fucking hard R's in there, you know? So, um, that said, they're come. They're leaving <laughs> England. They're gonna live in Canada. They're stepping back. They didn't tell the Queen. There's a big whole thing about it. They had to have a family meeting in which Kate Middleton did not show. <laughs> she stayed in Canada and called in on conferenced in, um, to discuss it. The royal family has a notoriously tight hold on what the other royals do. So, uh. I was wondering, like, does this interrupt the line of succession? He's not. He's in the line of succession, but he's far enough removed. He's number six in the line of succession, above Prince Andrew, who's the guy, the Jeffrey Epstein's best friend guy. Um, uh, his balding, his balding mm-hmm. brother is the fucking, and then his brother's son before him, and then his brother's daughter before him, and his brother's. And his nephew, so he's not even, he's so far behind the line of succession, it's ridiculous. A lot of people would have to die. It's the queen, and then whatever, and then whatever, whatever, and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, so we don't have to worry about that. But I'll post this link. It's very interesting if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Um, it's just, I don't know, a little bit of appalling bullshit the world is going through right now. You know, it is what it is. Good for them. Yeah. Why Canada? Um, I think they went to Canada. They're like, this is great. So I think if you, she, you'd think they'd pick America, right? But she's like, nah, not in Trump's America. Mm-hmm. 
So well, it's also Canada. there, they can go there, and it's probably not a big deal. Yeah, true. yeah, it's, that's true. Because it's sort of part of the UK. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Not really, but you know. Yeah, but it has that kind of lingering, whatever. Mm-hmm. Could have gone to like British Virgin Islands or something. So apparently, here's a funny something. So people were like, "What are they going to do for money?" Right? <laughs> um, because they're they're paying back for their paying they're paying they're paying the the British royal family back for their house mm-hmm. in Sussex, and they're paying back. Uh, and you know they're losing their royal highness titles, so they're probably not going to get too much of that royal money. So I mean, maybe the family has money. I don't really know. Um, he was in the military, so maybe he has money from that. You know, maybe he has a job. I have no fucking idea. But anyway, so apparently at some party, Bob Iger was there. Megan Merkel was there. Megan Merkel's talking to Beyonce and Jay-Z here. And Prince Harry is talking to Bob Iger next to them. And the camera overhears him. He's such a cringy dude, Prince Henry. Prince Harry. He's like, so, Bob, you know, my wife, she loves doing voiceovers. <laughs> if you don't know who Bob Iger is, he's the CEO of Walt Disney, of the Disney mm. Corporation. So he's like, you know, she loves doing voiceovers. And Bob Iger's face is like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it's been so great a shot. So great a shot to see. I was going to say they could probably do like a book deal and then he's probably got some some stocks and bonds or bullion or something of oh, value sure. that he was given. She yeah. did act at one point. You know, I'm sure people would love to see her back on on screen in something. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, you know what else? There is another thing to talk about here. Um, that I didn't post in here. I meant to post it. Uh, the Democratic debate. Mm-hmm. So, did shit we show? talk? Yeah, total shit show. Did we talk about uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren last week? I don't remember. Something about sexism popped up within the last week, but I don't know if we. We talked didn't. About yeah, it. it happened. Started. It started after the show last week, I think. So, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren had dinner. Um, and it's 2018, and during that 2018 dinner, I feel like we talked about this. Maybe I talked about somebody at work. Anyway, in that tw- within that 2018 dinner, they had a conversation about her saying, "I'm going to run for president," and according to her, he said, "A woman can't be president." So, if you know anything about Bernie Sanders. If you watched him speak, you know what he talks about. You know his stances on things. Uh, you've seen any of the stuff about him on the internet. He's never he never comes to come off as someone who says something like that. Like he's just not a misogynist guy. That's not who he is. There's two two documented video, two pieces of video, one from 30 years ago and one from like I don't know 15 years ago or something like that, with him saying he's advocating for women to be president in 2016. Before Hillary, when Hillary announced, or before Hillary announced, Bernie was part of a movement called, I forgot what the movement was called, but it was all about getting Elizabeth Warren to run for president. And he pushed, he pushed her to run, and when she said she wouldn't, and Hillary said she would, he said, okay, I'm going to run. Mm-hmm. And he did that because Hillary is horrible, and, he, and you need a, we need, they needed a progressive to run. Okay. 
you know, while meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren was waiting for Hillary to see if Hillary would run. Hillary did. Elizabeth Warren, even though she stands against everything Hillary stands for, she endorsed Hillary and not Bernie Sanders, even though she's just a Bernie, a less progressive Bernie Sanders clone. Okay, so it was it's identity politics at its at its best and worst. You know, oh, you're a woman. That's all it means. All matters. You know. I want ver- I want diversity as a president. As a black person, having a diverse presidency is great. That means one day we'll see a black president again. Okay, I'm pretty sure Obama's killed it for the next hundred years, <laughs> but maybe we'll see one again. Maybe we'll see a fucking black woman. Maybe we'll see a black female woman who rep who we say is a woman, but she she sees herself as a dolphin. Who knows what we'll fucking see? You know, well, anything I mean, can happen. If you want female and diverse in the White House, Elizabeth Warren with her one one thousandth Native American DNA. That's your gal. Yeah. Well, that's so. There's a lot of problems, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> she's lied about a lot of things. The Pocahontas thing, she's lied about. Uh, the she said her dad was a janitor, and she came from working class roots. Lies, not true. You know. Um, so I don't know. You tell me who you believe. I know people want to believe that the old white, crazy haired curmudgeon who's always yelling about helping people is, and always yelling is the one he's scary. And you want to, you just don't want more white men. And I'll be honest with you. Like there's definitely a conversation to be had about America's domination of being dominated by white men. But at the same time, value is value, right? Bernie Sanders brings value. Elizabeth Warren is, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if I had to choose, I'll vote for Bernie Sanders. If I didn't have the choice and I was like Warren or Trump, it'd be Warren. But anyway, so Warren said, Warren, someone in Warren's camp said this happened. Warren didn't answer. She said, no, I'm not going to talk about it. So then she said, then she said in a comment, she said, I, Bernie and I disagreed about it, which basically she says, Bernie's a liar. Cause Bernie said, I never said the thing. Right. So she called him a liar. Right. They get, they get to the debate. Once they get to the debate, the the press, this is so blatant. It's so bad. And I'm going to put the clip up here so you guys can see it. It's so bad. And it so highlights the media's, the way media treats Bernie Sanders and the way they treat candidates like him. He, he said, uh, they asked him, they said, so did you say it? And he said, I unequivocally did not say it. Right. So then the 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 announcer the 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 correspondent the woman from CNN she looks at Elizabeth Warren and she says and I quote she says how did you feel when Bernie Sanders said a woman can't be president and the wow. crowd laughed Bernie laughed and shook his head and I was like that's appalling mm-hmm. you're supposed to be unbiased press but here you are shifting the shifting the narrative you know and they framed the comp they they framed the question in such a way that didn't have to didn't have to have her defend her point you know mm-hmm. so she said she said you know we disagreed we disagreed on it she didn't give any other information she here's what i think bernie said if he said anything at all if she's not out and out lying I think she said, I'm running for president, and he's going to say it's be very hard for a woman to win in Trump's sexist America. That's what I think he said. Or he said, 
Trump is going to levy every possible attack against a woman president. It's going to be very hard. But Bernie has never said a woman couldn't be president, and he's never been sexist about it. You know? It's just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous crock of shit. Then, at the end of the fucking debate, and I'm sure you guys have seen this video on YouTube and just haven't clicked on it because you're like, I don't like stupidity. But at the end of the end of the video, end of the end of the debate, she walks, she makes a beeline across the stage toward him. The cameras are still on. Cameras are tracking them. The fucking mics are on. She walks towards him. He puts his hand out to shake her hand, and she closes her hands like this and says, you just called me a liar on national TV. And Bernie says, what? And she says, you called me a liar on national TV. And he was like, let's not do this here. Then he said, you called me a liar. You did it. You, you called me a liar. And he said, forget it. And he walked away. Mm-hmm. The whole time standing between them was uh, Steyer, the billionaire, one of the billionaires running for president. And Steyer's face is like, oh, shit, mom and dad are upset. And yeah. this is the greatest <laughs> face ever. Um, it's so good to see. But um, now, okay, that's all bad. But then you compound all this with the view. Okay. The view is a toxic cesspool of idiots who don't do any research and just have opinion. Fine. It's an opinion show, but when it comes to politics, you need to have something to say. You need to know what you're talking about, but instead they don't know what they're talking about. They're just spouting off things, not saying the truth. I'm not going to even go over the whole thing. It's hard to watch. It's painful to watch. But I'm going to post it. If you're interested in it, you can watch it. There's a link from TYT covers it. Okay. And they basically, they just lie for like five minutes about what Bernie Sanders, about how he's so sexist and how he did her wrong. But the thing is, none of them have any policy. And that's the thing. Here's the thing, people. Here's what I'll say to you. And I'm going to leave this alone after this. Okay. You might not like a candidate. I don't like Amy Klobuchar. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like Pete Buttigieg. But you know why I don't like them? Not because of their face, not because they're gay or a woman or old, because of their substance, their policies. Substance and policies are the only thing that matter. If a cuss, if a fucking guy may, if a fucking um, politician makes you uncomfortable and you don't know why, then go fucking fuck yourself. You're an idiot. Okay? <laughs> Please look at their fucking policies. And I mean that seriously. If you're listening to this show and you don't you don't like someone because that's not a valid reason, have a reason. Okay, it's one thing to like you meet a fucking weirdo at a bar and you're like, I don't know, he gives me a bad feeling. Fine, that's your fucking lizard brain telling you don't fuck this guy tonight. Okay, but you're not gonna fuck Bernie Sanders. You need him to run the country for you. Okay, and if his policies and his his history, you look at Joe Biden's history. It's riddled with racism, racist remarks, weird shit, anti-corruption. Uh, I mean, not anti-corruption, but corruption. Uh, he's the one. The reason we're in this loan crisis, this horrible student debt. If you have student debt, it's Joe Biden's fault. Okay? A hundred percent. He's the reason you have student debt. Okay? Um, the credit card companies... Joe Biden, he loves credit card companies. He's passed so many laws to take care of them, it's ridiculous. Healthcare companies, the people who fuck you all the time and make your bills expensive, he loves them. Okay? You look at his policies. Look at what he's done in the past. That's all that matters. 
Amy Klobuchar, healthcare companies give her money. She's invested to not give you good healthcare. You know, I mean, this is this is stuff, right? You have to look at the policies. Policy matters. Policy fucking matters. So, all right, enough. I can't tell you that anymore. I hope you do your research. Do your fucking research. Don't be a dumbass your whole life. And that goes for anybody out there. I'm not trying to insult our listeners. I love you guys, but you need to be on your fucking shit about this. Like you really got to be focused in because this is this election matters and your selection, who you pick matters. Pick them for reasons that matter to you, not because they're pretty or they're a woman or they're an old white guy or because Obama said Obama picked him one time or whatever, you know? All right, I'm done. I have to post a bunch of links. <laughs> so you could you could put a uh a fake bumper sticker, just be like uh Bernie Tulsi twenty twenty and then put Andrew Yang in charge of HUD. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Yeah. That's a could be a good combo. Be interesting. It would be interesting. But uh yeah. We'll see what happens. We shall see. All mm-hmm. right. I got links to post, but let's jump into some stranger danger and figure out where the strange stranger danger lies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be cryptic about it, James. Ooh, there it is. Not a thing. Right. Like, so this is fucking idiots. This is uh, <laughs> about the thing that came out earlier this week on Tuesday. Microsoft released a a bunch of patches, including the Crypt Thirty Two uh, threat was patched. Uh, we got some inkling about it the day before. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is one of the first things that the NSA actually told Microsoft and said, hey, this is vulnerable. Yeah, I saw some some theories that's saying, like, they couldn't figure out a way to utilize it. So they were like, I'll just fucking patch it before someone else figures huh. it out and uses it on us. Well, there you go. See, I think that they I think that they realized it's so dangerous that they were like, well, we want to use this, but. We actually have to protect the country and we can't, there's no way to protect everybody unless we say, we tell Microsoft, like we can't just tell the government and say, hey, could you patch this without it getting out? So let's just be the good guy and take an L on this. And that's what I think. I think it's so damaging that they were like, look, we have to, we, there's, we can't, we can't get the government patch. Like too many things will be at risk. Like you think about all the private companies, you know what I mean? You know, so, yeah, I mean, I think they had to do it, you know. That makes sense. Um, it Is said it's one a, more I, reason to use Linux, Mike? Or Mac OS? Yikes. Sure. Go right Gosh. ahead. <laughs> Just don't play any games or have any fun. And you'll be <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> it's a new initiative at the NSA called Turn a New Leaf. How? how... A.K.A. Be Honest? <laughs> It's just one guy who works in a room in a basement somewhere getting whatever they say. Say, Jerry, put this press release out. But is there more? No, Jerry. This is all you give me all year. Like, well, that's what you got, Jerry. Do you want to, you want the job or not, Jerry? Do you want to go back to the mailroom, Jerry? No, sir. Okay. That's right. No, sir, fucking Jerry. Put the press release out. There you go. There you go. And then go back to turning your leaves with your fucking weird habits. That's right. Don't you have some fish to feed, Jerry? Fucking idiot. We're going to be upstairs to no fucking section. Oh, wait, you that you okay, James? 
Flip that around the other yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go on. Let's go on, Michael. Be Stop upstairs in the bone zone. All right, in the I'm, bone do, I'm, zone. I'm done with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what is this thing? I heard about it. I don't know what it does. It lets some fake uh, SSL certs. Oh, that's kind Doesn't of important. with certificates, too? Like the like like login certificates and stuff. I thought I've heard a mixed bag about it. I don't know. They could digitally sign malware. Okay. Oh. Like oh, it's been signed by Microsoft, but it hasn't really been. You know? Nice. Yeah, isn't it an nasty bit of business there? Yeah. So, patch if you haven't. Yeah, patch I, Tuesday, guys. I think I came home on Wednesday and my machine had rebooted itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I patched like Tuesday. Um. Tuesday afternoon or something. Mine did. Windows 10 to restores all my programs. Nice. Oh, yeah. oh Windows 7 is end of life, isn't it? Uh, it is, and I have a link about that. Oh, and Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Um, I guess I'll, I'll have to bite the bullet and, and upgrade to Windows 10 on this thing. Are you using Windows 7? Uh-huh. Oh my god. It's the best. Come on. It's the best. Come on. Unfortunately, Windows 10 has, Microsoft has only come out a scant five years ago. Hey, man. <laughs> Tell me. Maybe, maybe it's stable enough now. What year was uh, the best Land Cruiser ever made produced in, Mike? Roughly? I don't know, like 86 or something? Oh, okay. You know, old stuff can still be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not if it's not getting patched, fucker. <laughs> you guys, you guys who are listening can't see Evan's shit-eating grin. He's so proud of himself for coming up with that. He's like, well, well, you know, uh, it's great still, dirtbag. <laughs> That's good, Evan. I, I agree. But enjoy, enjoy your stuff. But you gotta get, it. you gotta fix it. You gotta, gotta, gotta switch up. Get those patches. <sighs> Fine. Mike. Yeah. You be, <laughs> hello, yeah. Evan. Uh, hello. Hello. Are you gonna channel Jamie and be brave? So oh no, his thing's be fearless. <clears throat> New web browser. It's called Brave. Yep. It's got made- it already. It's made by one of the co-founders of Mozilla, but it's not based on Firefox. It's based on Chrome. It's basically a privacy web browser. Mm-hmm. It just you know blocks all trackers, blocks cryptocurrency mining. Does it block ads? Blocks ads. Have you tried it? I have it installed. It uh, seems to work fairly well. Okay. Now, an interesting thing, though, too. It lets you... Even though it's blocking ads, it lets you uh, reward people. Like content creators. Okay. So the first time I heard about this and saw it was actually on a Twitch streamer's desktop. And they talked about it a little bit. 
but I haven't actually used it myself. So here's sorry here. Let me let me give the the thirty second thing that the the guy the founder wrote. Elevator pitch. Brave is like Chrome, but blocks all the trackers and surveillance that Google requires for its business, and therefore puts into Chrome. We are much faster, better on battery and data plane, and private by default. We then help you opt into Brave Rewards for a simple loyalty points-like system that pays you for private ads and helps you give back to your favorite sites, YouTubers, etc. Okay. So, yeah, seems pretty cool. Is it geared more towards mobile? Because he said stuff about battery life and data, I think. Um, If you happen to know. I mean, they have it for different platforms, so including mobile platforms. Right. But, you know, when they say mobile, I think they also mean, like, laptops. Mm. Does it only use one gigabyte of RAM instead of four? (laughs) That I don't know. I have not been paying attention to that. Yeah, so if you want to check out the browser, brave.com is the site for that. Um, yeah, like I said, I installed it. Seems to be working pretty well. And uh, yeah, check it out. When you installed it, I don't know how many favorites and shortcuts and shit you have, but I assume there's a screen to import all that info. There is. Excellent. Got to make it easy for people. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. That's all I had. All right. Let's jump down to... Uh... Talking talking about hard R's. Oh, boy. There it is. What do we got here in the inter- infotainment section? Uh, NBC considering something? What's going on with this? Oh, Quantum Leap Revival. I don't... Re- Did I put this in here? It seems kind of familiar. I assumed Mike put it in here. Um, oh, wrong one. I don't think I did, but okay. I, w- so... I wouldn't have written "I'm retarded." So, oh, <laughs> I probably it's probably that meme. Y'all seen it where he turns around, and looks in the mirror. Yeah, so I've seen it. I probably dropped oh, the yeah. ball on this one and put <laughs> it in here, but uh, apparently NP- NBC is considering Quantum Leap revival as. Millennials drive Saved by the Bell and Punky Brewster returns. That's horrible. I'm all for Saved by the Bell, but I don't Come know. On, man. Punky Brewster was great. I mean, in its day, were they? Are they going to bring back the original Punky Brewster? Doubt it. She's she's cute. I can almost guarantee you they'll bring back Dustin Diamond for uh, Saved by the Bell, though. Of maybe he'll be the principal. principal. Yeah. Or maybe did you ever watch Saved by the Bell college years? I saw like a little bit of it with Bob Golick or something, the football player who was like turned student philosophy student. Oh, I don't remember that. He'd be a good principal. Anyways, that's that's aside the point. Um, I would like to see Quantum Leap again. Will it have what's his name in it though? Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell. I think mean, is Dean Stockwell alive? I think so. He's old though, man. Oh yeah, I think they'd be—they'd definitely be better off either doing a whole new cast 
or maybe they're going to do a bait and switch like they did with uh, um, Stargate Atlantis, where they had Robert Patrick in all the trailers and he died in the first episode. So yeah. maybe it'd be like, oh, it's like a freak quantum leap accident. And now Scott Bakula is this other guy. It's like a younger Scott Bakula, you know, obviously played by something else. Someone else. Could be. Could be. <clears throat> Dean Stockwell is 82. Yeah, he's not going to be in that, in that thing. Scott Bakula is in an epi- is in NCIS. New Orleans. Scott Bakula is still doing stuff. But he's like in his 60s now, I think. So I googled Dean Stockwell. Dude, this guy was handsome when he was younger. He's not a bad-looking dude. Mm-hmm. But also, always had a big-ass forehead. This motherfucker got an eight-head. His head's huge. I honestly don't know if I've seen him without a hat. So I might have to take a look at some of these pictures. Dude, just Google Dean Stockwell. He's His head is like 45, oh, yeah. 60% forehead. <laughs> it's crazy. He's got a broad forehead. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Just a lot of forehead. Mm-hmm. Especially as you got up there in years. Yeah, it's expanded. It's grown. Dude, you know who... Head girth. He looks like... um, This is such a tiny picture. But his younger self reminds me a lot of Dr. Lupo. Yeah, he does. I see that. Neat. Okay. Sorry for dropping the ball about the uh, the hard R there. No, you're good. All right. What do, what do you got next here? A little uh, Star Trek coming back. I'm excited about this, by the so way. Everyone's everyone's confused. They're like, is it a movie and a TV show? As far as well, I know, it's just a TV show. <laughs> Picard. Yeah. Oh, people are stupid if they're confused. It's it's a it's a TV show. I was about to say it's a movie. No, it's just a TV show. <laughs> um. I was going to say this. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Fibbly gibbets. I forgot now. What? Anyway, doesn't matter. <sighs> they had a premiere event in Hollywood, and then they've been doing a premiere event in other places. They did one in London. They did one in Germany. Um, so they've been doing a little traveling. <laughs> I mean, it's a couple. We're talking the 20th, right? 23rd. 23rd, yeah. I hope it's good, man. I really hope it's 23rd good. 23rd on CBS All Access and 24th for everyone else on Amazon. Oh, okay. Um, how many episodes are going to be in the first season? 10? Something like that? That's pretty standard these days, I Probably. guess. Probably. I don't know. Something like that, though. And they're still planning on sort of wrapping it up in three seasons? Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably heard it from one of you, but that's what I had heard. Is I heard it, that they greenlit season two already. But... Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the older articles when sort of first started seeing coverage on this was saying they had basically a complete storyline for three seasons. I'm glad because you know what that means? That means that there's a plan. And every time you see these things and there's no plan and there's no follow through, they always suffer, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So um, they like a uh, great example is uh, uh, the Watchmen show. They brought in the idiot from Lost, 
uh, David Lindelof, and he made one season of the show and left it with a cliffhanger, and then he's like, I'm done. I don't want to do any more of this. Hmm. What? What a dick. What a dick. Somebody needs to go fucking chop this motherfucker up. I'm not even joking about that. Kill this motherfucker. Call ICP. Yeah, he fucked. he's fucked up. And it's very interesting, but... You know, he fucked the whole story up. So anyway, that, that I mean, it's good to see they Picard, they said, let's have a plan. Three years. I, I, I know at the third, end of the third season, if it's good, we'll all be like, man, I want more of that. You know, and the temptation will be there, CBS, to give us more. But don't. Now it's time. You spend those three years of guaranteed good content, and now you spend another three years building another great great Star Trek show. Mm-hmm. Like, not any of these spinoff shows. None of that. I mean, the next level Enterprise, take us there. I'm ready to go. You know? No more fucking Voyager. No more, like, oh, this is the first Enterprise that was being a peanut butter and pajama pants. No. No Discovery. I want to go all the way back to, back to like, the Enterprise. You know, like, post Next Generation, take us there. I want to go there. And make you know, it dark. We're ready for it. Make it dark. Give me more. I want to learn more about the about the whole place. I want it all. I give it to me. Honestly, the it. the section thirty one show is probably it. That's like uh, a clear, a pretty clear avenue. You know what? Here's the thing, though. Whenever they do these things, whenever they do these shows, these spinoff shows, though, I worry that they're going to take too much, too many liberties. You know. They're going to take too many liberties because because someone is like, oh, I own this. This is my show. We're not I'm not under the umbrella of Enterprise. Mm-hmm. I can kind of stretch my legs. I don't want you to stretch your fucking legs. Bring a little bit, but give me the fan service I desire. You know what I mean? I mean, you feel what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, I, I don't want the to I don't want the liberal like the take take all the liberties of a discovery like discovery is creating its own thing. It could be in another fucking TV show universe. You know, I want the enterprise with the legacy. You want, you, know? you want the cartoon transformers versus JJ Abrams transformers or I mean, not JJ who, who did the explosions? The guy. Oh yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, sure. I agree. Yes. Yes. I agree. Like, wow, this looks amazing. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, what is what is what is this? What have you done here? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. That's a hundred percent. I agree. Okay. So we'll see. All right. Uh, what's up next here? What's this? Yeah, this is sad. I heard about this. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is being delayed. So it's supposed to come out in April. It's being delayed to September seventeenth. Yeah. And also, the multiplayer module, they're saying, won't be launched until after 2021. So, a year from now, basically? At the earliest? More vaporware? Honestly, if they're admitting to this ahead of time, I think that's a good thing. Um, I mean, I don't think... like like. To use Star Citizen as an example, the people who are really interested in this game probably are a little bit disappointed, but you don't have a problem with it because you want the game to be done 
as well as possible. Yeah, I agree. When I heard about this, I was just like, okay, I trust CD Projekt Red has not done anything to make me not trust them. They've all they've done is put out great games like The Witcher. You know, it's a great series, and the stuff before The Witcher that I'm not aware of, I'm sure it's quite good. Um, everything I've seen from Cyberpunk, all the gameplay footage they put out, the big blocks, the demos and stuff, it looked great. You know, they look very good. Um, they said there would be no multiplayer, and then they said, like, late last year, they're like, well, we're going to look at it. You know, we have some ideas about what we could do. And so now they're saying, so people are saying multiplayer module, that wasn't even part of the part of the thing. It, they said that they, they'd look at it and they'd think about it and see if they could do it. This, this to me, is an announcement. Yeah, we're going to have multiplayer. That's fine. I'm, gra- I'm happy with that, but I'm really excited that the game is going to still come out, and it's going to come out as done as well as it, they can do it. Take the time you need to do it right. Don't rush it out. We all remember... Actually, I don't remember the name of the game. <laughs> What's it called? Apocalypse? Apocatron? Ap- uh, I don't know. It was the big game last year that EA came out with, and it was a total bust with the flying robots. Um, I can't think of the name. Battlefront? No, no, no. Was it the Star Wars game? Oh. No, no. It was Flying Robots. I can't remember the name of it. But it was a huge bust. And now no, they stopped patching it. Nobody remembers the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well have been that. Um, But yeah, so, I mean, just do it right. Take your time. Do it right. That's what I say. You know, Chris Roberts with Star Citizen, I feel the same way. I'm like, look, take your time. Do it right. <laughs> it sucks to wait. I want to play the game desperately so. But at the same time, I want it to be right. I think that's fair. So I'm not worried about it. How many people do play Star Citizen these days? Because it is in a playable state, of course. It's not, you know, unreleased. It's not just like official. We're out there. Uh, they're up to 1.6 million citizens right now. And of good. people who play the game, it's probably in the 20,000 worldwide, maybe. It can't mm-hmm. be that many. Every time I go into a server, it's full, but that doesn't give me the scale. And it's totally controlled by CIG. Mm-hmm. So who knows? You know, they don't give, they don't release that data, you know, but it's more than a hunt. Put it this way. If you go on. You go on Twitch at any given time, you're going to find 25 people streaming Star Citizen. You know, and they're all going to be in a full server. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's getting played. You know, 24 hours a day, someone is playing it. That's a you fact. Sh- I've never gone you, into an empty server. You should start streaming again. You know, uh, I would, but it's a lot, a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of work. I mean, it's kind of like a couple clicks. Yeah, but it's a couple more than you have to make, so I understand. Yeah, exactly. I have to save those calories. Yep. From a waistline. <laughs> I'm not trying to burn any. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> you got to main- maintain your bulk. That's for right. The, for the winter. <laughs> save those finger pumps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm, as, as my fucking Discord, someone over Discord says, when you're flicking at home alone, flicking your bean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, jeez. What do you think, Mike? Mike, did you buy this? Did you pre-order this or no? No, sir. You're going to get it, though. You're going to play it. I want mm-hmm. to, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Let's, I'm wide, wide, why lie to myself? I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
Evan, are you going to get it? I know no, it's not your type of thing. No. I you mean, I'll R- watch people stream it, but I don't care about You're it. You're not an RPG boy, right? No. Is there any game on your horizon? Anything you're like, oh, okay, maybe. Um, no. Really? I don't, I don't actively look for any games. And knowing how much time I can, uh, I can invest if I ignore everything else about life, then I don't really want to get deep into other games. I'll just play, you know, maybe something casually, but probably not. I definitely spend more time than I should playing Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, a lot of time playing Skate for I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten a lot better, but I spent a lot of time playing that fucking game. I was I was on Tinder like looking for a girlfriend, you know, like trying to be like a dating boy, mm-hmm. and I realized something. I was like, I have to choose between a woman and Tarkov. I was like, this is a hard choice. Yeah, I, was like, I thought maybe you could combine them. You retype, redo your profile, referencing something that only a girl who played Tarkov would understand. Like, tell her about your, your locker, like how much insurance you have and your, um, like what your inventory arrangement. And, you know, do you have like a million dollars? You got $4 million, whatever, whatever your in-game assets are. I like that. I'm going to do that as soon as we get off the show. I'm going to put in there looking for someone to do scav runs and help me increase my stash. Yes. Yeah, I like that. And that's going to call out to her. She's out there. That's going to reach out and grab her. She's going to be like, you know what? Even though I'm a hot redhead with huge tits and a great body who works out six times a week when I'm not playing Scare from Tarkov, this fat black guy, this is what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And she Let's also go, comes boys. She comes from old money. so Yeah, and she's yeah, wealthy. She doesn't have to work. She's She's independently wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, I'll let you guys know how it goes. I will. I'll, I'll post about it. I look forward to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, until <laughs> then, we can all, we can get some chuckles by looking at uh, yet another Reddit page for Walmart celebrities, which yeah. highlights people from around the world uh, who look like shitty versions of people we know from, you know, the world of celebrity. Oh, jeez. Kanye East is pretty good. Scrolling down. Uh, it's number 11 on my screen. You see Jay-Z. That's a good one. People, uh, of course, making fun of Wendy Williams, comparing her to, like, uh, aliens and shit like that because she looks horrible. Lots of chuckles on here, in case anyone's interested. I like, I like, I like the Drake one. Oh, yeah. the the. Is he, I don't want to miss... This is Dear Kiki? Misidentify him. Is this uh, Army or Marines? Yeah, I, I can't tell. But Some yeah. U.S. military. Yeah. I, been, I believe it's uh, Kiki. Okay. I think it's one of his songs or something. Shit, yo. This motherfucker looks just like Drake. But why does he cross his legs like that? They're both feminine. Yeah. He's definitely not manspreading as he should be. Mm-hmm. He is a, a, but he's a marine. So, why is he writing with a pen? He's writing with crayon. <laughs> what kind of marine is that? All right, we'll give him a pass. He should yeah. be eating the crayon. That's true. You're right. Um, 
Mick Hoffman? I don't know who that's supposed to be. Barely Cooper? He's just got yeah. Hardly looks like Bradley Cooper. Jay-Z. <laughs> that's a pretty good one, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Joking Phonics? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's some pretty good ones in here. Dragon. Who's Dragon? Who's this supposed to be? I don't know who that is. I don't know. Um, I'll just talk about one of my... Well, I'll talk about both my uh, extras links down here. The first one, James, for you. Uh, happy birthday to Robert E. Lee. I know someone oh, you, you respect uh, highly, his military and moral history. Something I didn't realize is that until recently, um, officially, and this is still the case unofficially in some states, Alabama, um, some places in Tennessee, I believe, and Mississippi, that uh, Robert E. Lee Day shares a public holiday with Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, and I couldn't think of two better people to share a holiday than these two gentlemen. Yo, America is a repeated, repetitive yikes. It's just like <laughs> so fucking crazy, this place we live in. We live in a fucking crazy, crazy place. What the fuck? Oh my fucking God, I never knew that and I wish I didn't know it now. It's officially off the books as a public as a as a government holiday in uh, Alabama and Mississippi as of three years ago. White people are like racism's been beaten. We beat racism. We not racist no more. Right. Okay. Although I will say, uh, in lieu of celebrating Robert E. Lee Day as a holiday, uh, they did erect a memorial statue to him. So. So I, you know, just, just brighten your day a little bit. Like, you know, you want to know? You want to know? Do you want to know? And look, I hate to use this word. Do you want to fucking know what a microaggression is? <laughs> a microaggression is on fucking Martin Luther King Day. You make it Robert E. Lee Day. That's a fucking microaggression. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. What a crazy place we live. In. I'm That's sorry, James. Got. I did. I wanted that kind of reaction from you. I'm sorry if it's, <laughs> it's fine. If it's, yeah. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, James, go love this. Golly. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Okay. And my second link is uh, the official farewell to the extended support for Windows 7, which ended five days ago. Mm. Officially done. I do actually have my final Windows update pending. Gonna hold on to it? (laughs) Yeah. For another year. (laughs) So you can't take it away from me if I don't commit. But uh, I guess it's time to move to Windows 10. Sad day. That's all I had. Windows 7, we hardly knew ye. Oh, wait. Mm, Yeah. We only had 20 years together. I mean, it was a reliable 20 years. 11 years. Hardly time to get acquainted. More like 10, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Windows, no, I, my extras link is the Apple Archive. So some this is an unofficial archive of old videos and 
pictures and background wallpapers and all kinds of stuff. And a lot of it is internal stuff that was never released to the public. Hmm. Applearchive.org. Some of those, um, I like a good background. Maybe I can grab some backgrounds, some wallpapers, if you will. Yep. So, everyone, check it out. The unofficial Apple Archive. Thank you. Will do. Very nice. All right. Um, is that all we got? Nothing else? No more goodies? That's it. No alibis? It. No No unreliable facts from you, Michael? Can I Can I ask you a question to to elaborate on something? Yes, sir. When you say any more alibis or any, you know, any alibis, being here is our alibi, right? <laughs> uh, I guess yes and no. Okay. Um, but I was wondering, be- like, am I missing something? No. So my old boss, we'd have morning meetings, and at the end of the meeting, he'd say, "Do we have any alibis?" And I didn't know what that meant, but it turns out I had to go look it up. It turns out that. Sometimes you can say, does anyone, it's basically like, does anyone have anything else left to say? Okay. Is there any, any other facts to let out? Um, but yeah, Michael, any questions on that from you? Have you been, have you been judging me secretly for saying any more alibis all this time and just said, well, fuck it. Um, I figured you knew something I didn't, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> Michael's <laughs> like me. Michael's like Michael and I are alike. I was like, well, he must know something, so I'll just, I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, okay, cool. Well, there you go. We all learned something today. That we did. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank all you, right. James and Evan. No problem. No, no problem. And, J- and James's old boss. That's right, Ernie. Ernie Hampson, wherever you are. Thank you. He's the Good real luck. hero. Good luck. Your is wife he dead? Has, your wife may have a gambling problem, I believe, but other than that, you're good to go. Is 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 he dead? No, he's not dead. He's actually a great guy. He's a great guy, and his wife is wonderful. Uh, he took us to Vegas. He took us to Las Vegas for Black Hat. Uh yeah. Good does guy. his wife have a gambling problem? No, no, she does gamble though profusely. She's quite the gambler. The gamble, gamble, gambless. I don't know. Female is, gambler. Is she hot? Uh, if you like old Asian women, yeah, I guess by old Asian standards. I mean, you know, who are you talking to? I mean, okay. I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, she's a wonderful woman. She's quite nice. Um, Camille? All right. No, not Camille, but her name is something like that. It might as well be Camille. It's very like, kind of like that name, but she's... His daughter's cute. Wow. 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 She's very, very wonderful young lady. Quite nice. Um, All right. Let me go before I get punched (laughs) in the face by an old (laughs) army veteran. Uh, (laughs) uh, Let me, let's jump it. Let's just jump out of here. Okay. So everyone, thank you very much for coming to listen to auto, the uh, aisle panel yet again. Uh, I didn't do what Evan's been doing uh, in the middle of the episode. Hopefully if you've made it this long, you can listen to the outro Please, if you have any questions, send us send send them shoot them over to feedback at aisle That's not it. Feedback at aislepanelpodcast.com. Go ahead and send the emails there. Let us know uh, if you have any feedback. We are going to work on pauses and snorts. 
from our newest listener. She's gave us good feedback, so we're gonna we're gonna work on that. Um, thank you very much. Uh, if you want to check us out, you can add us on many different platforms: iTunes, Google Play. Uh, most recently, we're on. Aren't we somewhere new, Evan? No, nope. didn't you didn't you move us? Are we also we also appear on something else now? Mm, not that I know of, Michael. No. Yeah, we're showing up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought we were somewhere different. I guess not. The Patrick survey's there. Check us out on Discord. I'm always there. Evan's there talking to bursting veins. Whoever the fuck that is. Uh, <laughs> do you know, do you not know who that is? No, I don't know who that is. George. It's George. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I see you guys talking about mice and keyboards and shit. You guys are going in, man. Um, yeah, join us on Discord, guys. Well, he, he did work in the accessories section. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're there. Join us. Hop in, man. Do your thing. Check out the YouTube channel. There's nothing there yet. Amazon affiliate links are there. Uh, go ahead and click on those and buy things through there. Doesn't cost you anything extra, but it gives us a little money. We appreciate that. And buy also, my book. Also, yeah, buy Michael's book, "Eating with Eating with Gusto" by Michael mm. Blower. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, and may I say, interrupting for dummies. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um. And uh, last but not least, uh, our patron. Uh, you can go to our Patreon link. All these links are on the iPanel website. Just click on the links on the left-hand side, right-hand side of the page. And uh, we appreciate the support. Thank you very much. It helps us with the show. And hopefully we're going to get some more new and cool content out to you sooner or later this year in 2020. We'll see. All right. Thank you very much for listening. And we definitely appreciate the support, guys. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. Lost inside my thoughts, and when I start to think, oh, the time closest starts to end up on the brink. I tried so hard, but all these scars they cut so deep I bleed. I fell so fast from heaven, it's like someone clipped my wings. Now I'm falling. And I can't see the ground Can we stop this gravity? It keeps bringing me down Gravity, it keeps bringing me down.
Sim. Sim.